I never seem to have enough time in the day. Do you have any magical formula for how to create more? I'm guessing I just need to be more efficient, but I'm already working hard. So time is definitely a constraint, and it's one of the more rigid constraints. There's a lot of things that we can argue about in terms of, you know, how much resources we have available in one direction or the other. But, you know, most people tend to agree that they have 24 hours in each day. And that, in one hand, can seem like a problem, can seem like a hard limitation, which is going to limit your productivity. But on the other hand, it's also useful because what it gives is structure. And structure is helpful. If we don't have any constraints, well, then we, we tend to be a little bit at a loose end. We, we, you know, if, if you imagine your day was, you know, unlimited, you kind of go, okay, well, how do I break things down? How do I prioritize in any shape or form? So when there are a certain amount of hours in a day, you kind of are forced to some degree to say, okay, what's today about? What am I going to focus on? And that gives a kind of a narrative container. The, the practical example of this is TV programs. So imagine, no matter how much you love a series, imagine that it's just sort of on. There aren't episodes, there aren't seasons, there's just kind of people wandering around and sometimes stuff happens and sometimes it doesn't and you just never really know what to expect. So being able to kind of break it down in these little narrative containers of episodes or seasons, or videos on YouTube, or other platforms, or things that you might watch online. That, that's useful, because th there's a bit of structure to it, and that's helpful. So the day, I suppose, can be something similar. But when you're looking at the day, I suppose there's, there's a couple of considerations in terms of productivity. I don't think there's a magical formula, but there are certainly small things that can add up quite significantly. And one thing is doing the right things, so just making sure that you are prioritizing in each day the things that matter to you most. But the other thing that, that might seem obvious, but the other thing to consider is doing the right things at the right time. Because you might find that your energy levels just vary depending on the time of the day, for example, or depending on where you are or the circumstances you're in. You might find also certain environments you're in are much more efficient for getting certain things done. So even if something seems important, but you're trying to do it earlier in the day, but let's say you're in a, a noisy environment earlier in the day, you may actually be better waiting till later in the day when technically your energy levels might be lower. But if you have peace at that point, it may still be more efficient to do it then. So there's a number of considerations like that, the environment you're in, the supports that are available to you, the uh, kind of headspace that you're in, tiredness, energy levels, hunger levels, all of those things. So there isn't any one simple formula for that, I don't think. But definitely what you can do is just recognize that and start to think a little bit more, okay, how can I optimize? You know, maybe I can adjust that there, do this at another time, and just experiment with it a bit, you know, to have a kind of a curiosity about it. So probably important that this isn't coming from a great place of pressure in that sometimes the problem is not so much how much we're getting done in a day and efficiency, but sometimes we're just being so terribly hard on ourselves, and, and that's not particularly helpful. And what can often happen is when you're being very hard on yourself, that actually takes a certain amount of bandwidth, which means you're less productive in the day. You know, that harshness, sometimes you're literally taking time just thinking about what should be done. 
But sometimes what's happening is you're not even so much taking time, but you're draining away energy. So tasks that maybe could be done a bit more quickly or effectively, uh, maybe prioritizing that could be done, isn't then actually happening. Instead, what you're doing is you're draining that energy through kind of a resistance or just a feeling of dissatisfaction of not being where you want to be. So they're definitely things to watch out for in the stance or the approach that you take. But optimizing is a really interesting thing to experiment with because a lot of the time, you know, even if we have a list of things that we think are reasonably important and should be done in a given day, we kind of take for granted sometimes the way that we go about doing those things. And as a result, we stick with inefficient ways because that's just what we know. We might have a certain shop that we shop in. Fair enough, it does the job, but is there another shop we could shop in? Or even just the way you go down the aisles or do you not have a list and you're trying to rely on your memory or do you have a list, but it's all over the place and then you're having to reread at each point. And these are small little examples, things that you know mightn't seem worth worrying about and they probably aren't worth worrying about. But they are the kind of things that when you just get in the habit of mindfully stepping back from your routines and the things you take for granted, it's nice to look for those ways of just creating little improvements, very, very small ones sometimes, but by creating those little shifts, and they're personal, people work in different ways of different styles, but by experimenting with them, you can find that you free up a bit more time or you free up a bit more energy. Again, the thing mightn't take much less time, but you feel in a better place after doing it. And then you can maybe move that energy into something else where, uh, where you could be focusing on it instead. So the, my go-to example here is the, the example of the fax machine. You know, the job is not to get rid of fax machines from the world. If there is a job at all, it's to just develop email or other forms of communication and then we tend to end up sending less faxes. And that's probably more efficient. You know, it would take a long time to get the stuff and try and feed it through the machine, et cetera, rather than just send the message straight across. So if you think about the efficiencies that technology have created, they're massive. You know, there's so many extraordinary uh, advances in technology over the past number of years that have greatly sped up uh, efficiency and then been very helpful for many reasons. But you may well have noticed that a form of inflation happens as a result. So, for example, in the business world, if something arrives within a few minutes rather than it taking a few days, as maybe it would have only a few years ago, if you're sending something by post rather than by email, now there's the expectation that the, the reply is going to come sooner and the whole thing kind of speeds up because everybody's operating at that more efficient level in a sense that the pressures can continue. So just with our own day-to-day -day productivity, I think we need to watch out for that as well. You know, just be a bit careful with that because as you get a bit more efficient, you'll go, okay, now I have to squeeze more into the day. And ultimately, it does come back to prioritizing. And you know that question of, well, look, even if I'm ultra-efficient, there still is only a certain amount I'm going to get done today. So what are the most important parts? prioritizing that, definitely looking at ways of being more efficient in doing those things, just in a playful and interesting way. It's not that you're you know, kicking yourself and putting fierce pressure on yourself in order to shave off every second, not at all. But you're just kind of thinking, okay, well, there are other ways of doing this. Maybe I can play with this a little bit, try it in different ways. That keeps it fresh and interesting. You maybe gain a bit more time there for what matters. But at the same time, even with the greatest of efficiency, there's going to have to be 
a certain amount of stuff that gets cut from the list and being okay with that, you know, because ultra efficient, you know, if you get 100 things done instead of 10, well, there's probably thousands of things you could have done in that time. So it's at that point where that self-kindness is extremely important. And if you're putting more pressure than that on yourself, that's probably not fair on yourself. And again, it's likely to backfire in terms of actually just losing motivation and energy. So a spirit of self-kindness, uh, a spirit of playful exploration as you improve efficiency, a bit of realism as to what can be achieved in the day, picking your battles, choosing the things that really matter and getting stuck into them. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf or on JFL.com.